What's going on, everybody? It's Ryan G of the Wrestling With My Thoughts podcast. Jumping on this morning to start the show, waiting on Kurt and Brandon. I hope that all of you are having a very good week, and uh, or had a very good week, and are thus far having a very good weekend. What's going on, Brandon? How you doing, man? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Good, good, good. Just waiting on Kurt. And speak of the devil, and he shall appear. I am here. <laughs> What's going on, Kurt? Good. How y'all doing? Good, good, man. How's your week been? It's been good. Good, good. Been a little under weather today, but uh, I'll make it through. WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, wrestling fans, Christmas Day is or Christmas weekend is here, folks. Uh, before we go any further, let's uh, let's wish uh, our brother Brandon a very happy birthday. Hope you had a good one, Brandon. Oh, I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, sure we're gonna... thank you. Say what, Brandon? I said I sure did, and thank you for all the birthday wishes. Everyone that sent me a birthday Welcome, call man. or FaceTime or hung out with me over the past few days, appreciate y'all. And if I sound a little hoarse, I'm a little under the weather today too, but that's all right. It's, West, it's WrestleMania weekend. Let's get it. <laughs> what we're gonna do today, folks, is we're gonna talk about. Uh, some of the, the ratings for last week's shows. Mm. Then we'll talk a little bit about uh, some wrestling news that's going on. And then we are going to jump right into the WrestleMania card. Each of us, uh, we're going to go through the card first and kind of talk about each match real quickly. And then uh, give our predictions for night one and night two. And uh, then we'll, we'll chit-chat about a little, little uh, other things going on in the wrestling world. So, um, looking at the ratings for uh, for the week of March 20th through the 24th, uh, Monday Night Raw from the 20th uh, pulled in 1.771 million viewers. Uh, the previous week was 1.705. Um, they had a 3.79% increase. Uh, the source on that, source on all of these is WrestlingNews.co. Uh, NXT for the 21st pulled in 550,000 viewers. Previous week on the 14th was 590,000 viewers. They saw a 7.01 decrease. Uh, AEW Dynamite on the 22nd uh, had 954,000 viewers. And last week's show on the 15th was 852,000. They had an 11.29% increase. Friday Night Smackdown this week, or this past week, saw a 2.219 million. And the previous week on the 17th was 2.258. They had a 1.74% decrease. AEW Rampage coming in again this week with the win. Uh, 300, well, win in air quotes here. Uh, this week's viewership was 373,000. Previous week on the 17th was 474,000, and the reasons the winner was in air quotes is because they had a 23.84% decrease. So, gentlemen, you guys, I may have to eat a little bit of crow here. You guys probably were right. Well, not probably. You guys were right uh, with the fact that March Madness uh, factored in heavily uh, to the previous week's uh, viewership. So, yeah, they lost almost 25% of their viewers from the previous previous week uh let's see go ahead and get into some news here 
All right. Uh, news for the week of the 25th through the 31st. Uh, Vince McMahon has paid $17.4 million as of Friday the 24th uh, towards the cost of the WWE Board of Directors investigations into his alleged sexual misconduct. Um, that is according to an SEC filing that the WWE had. Uh, also hearing that Ronda Rousey is, uh, was out due to an elbow fracture. And from what I'm understanding, she's still not medically cleared. So it's kind of going to be interesting how she factors into that match. Uh, the AEW house show, the very first house show they ran, uh, brought in just under $100,000 uh, total. Josh Alexander is out due to a torn tricep. And he was stripped of the, well, I shouldn't say stripped of the title, but he had to, uh, had to relinquish the title. And a name we haven't heard in a while, Miss Naomi. Uh, she has been, uh, kind of MIA for a while. Well, she has filed the trademark for the name Trinity Star. Um, and she announced that she is no longer, officially no longer with the WWE. What's interesting wow. about this news is, Right before uh, Sasha Banks joined New Japan, she trademarked, uh, help me y'all, what's, what's the name she's going by now? Monet? Mercedes Monet. Yeah, she trademarked that. So uh, reading into this, perhaps Naomi is going to New Japan. Um, this really isn't of, of any news. I'm actually sharing this kind of a, of a laughing point, uh, no disrespect to one of the people I'm going to mention, but Mike Modest and Excalibur are going to be inducted into the GCW Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame. Have either one of you ever seen one of Excalibur matches? No. No. Yeah, I, I haven't either. Um, I didn't even know Excalibur was a wrestler. I didn't, I didn't know who he was until AEW. Um, right. Mickey James... <clears throat> Also suffered an injury. Uh, it's undisclosed as to what it was, and no long, or no long, no word on how long she'll be out. Uh, WWE is going to be holding some major tryouts for former college athletes. Um, they mentioned some names, and, I, and for my uh, stupidity, I didn't write them down. You guys will probably know who they are because you guys follow uh, college sports a lot um, closer than I do. Uh, but they did mention some some names that I had heard before. I just don't know exactly who they are. Um, WWE CEO Nick Khan was interviewed in Sports Business Journal, and he said that he thinks the upturns in TV and live gates are good for WWE heading into negotiations for new media rights uh, for both Raw and SmackDown. Uh, apparently, they've had an increase year over year. Uh, which seems kind of weird with the uh, with the ratings that we've been looking at the last couple of weeks, but NXT has seen a five percent year to year increase, year over year increase. Raw has seen a nine percent increase. SmackDown eight percent. And here is what got me: the live events, what we call pay per views, what they call now premium live events, have seen a fifty percent increase. Um. New media rights negotiations are start uh, supposed to start mid-2023, and Khan stated that any buyer would have to uh, honor any deals made prior to any sort of sale of the WWE. 
Speaking of that, the NBC fin- financial al- analysis. Jeez, I cannot talk. Let me try this again. NBC financial analyst David Faber stated that he believes the sale of the WWE is imminent. He listed some potential buyers as the Endeavor Group, uh, the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund, Liberty Media, and a private equity interest group that is said to be rumored to be involved with a well-known name within the business. The only person I can think of with access to that kind of cash or could maybe, you know, raise that much cash is The Rock. That's the only person I can think of. Um, Matt Jackson has also suffered an injury with a partially torn tricep uh, that he suffered on the March 15th AEW Dynamite show. He declined surgery. No word on when he'll be back. Kurt, you're getting your wish. Finn Finn Balor is supposed to be coming out in his demon persona for his WrestleMania match. Yeah, Um, buddy. That interest is going to be off the (laughs) hook. WrestleMania 39 set an all-time sponsorship record with $20 million. Um, Tony Khan, Tony Khan, Nick Khan said that a potential sale of WWE, WWE interest has been, quote, robust in an interview ahead of WrestleMania. He stated that Vince is still hands-off as far as the creative process is concerned, that he's not involved in that whatsoever. Last but not least, I think this is hilarious. WWE has looked at the possibility of legalized gambling for wrestling. How? Why? How? Do you Why? gamble on a predetermined? <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? That is crazy. And who would do that? Like, you would have to be an idiot to make that bet. Absolutely. That's fine. <laughs> oh man. Absolutely. All right. So we're gonna move right into um, the WrestleMania card because it is WrestleMania weekend, and there is a lot to discuss with these two nights. So night one. Is going to start off uh, with the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Um, then after that match, you're going to have Becky Lynch, Lita, Trish versus Damage Control. Next up would be Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. And for the United States Championship, Austin Theory versus John Cena. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. And for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, it'll be the Usos versus Sami Rain, Sami Zayn, and Kevin Owens. Sami Rain. <laughs> so let's let's talk about Night One, man. Um, yeah. So I, I want to report. Um, Dave Meltzer is reporting that you had everything up until Seth Rollins and Logan Paul, but he's reporting that Austin Theory will go against John Cena, then Rey Mysterio against Dominic, the Usos against Zayn and um, Owens, and then Charlotte Flair and uh, Rhea Ripley close the night out. That's allegedly as of yesterday. That's interesting. Yeah, because, I I mean, when I read this, when I found this list, um, it seems like it's got them listed main event 
down to the opening match. So I read it backwards, but um, we talked about it a little bit in the pre-show that I, I think um, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley should close out night one. Um, I, I agree. Brandon, you, you had a, not necessarily a difference of opinion, but you're not mad at the way that it's being reported that they're going to do this with uh, the tag team championship match closing out night one, right? No, I don't have an issue either way because um, I just think that both of both of those uh, titles and the bills to um, you know those guys defending the titles. Look, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm dang, I'm not talking right. The bill to both of those I matches. I can relate. Were, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I get for laughing at you earlier. But, <laughs> but the bill to both of those matches have been superb in. Those are matches that the fans want to see. And so I'm like, if they go either way, I'm not totally, I wouldn't be totally upset if the women didn't close the show. I wouldn't be totally upset if the uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and the Usos didn't close the show because I think both matches are equally as important. But I don't think either one of those matches should go on first. But we all know which match is going to go on first because they announced it. Absolutely. Which is, uh, which is going to be John Cena and Austin Theory. So, um, but no, nah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm good either way. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm good. Either way they want to do it, I'm good. I don't have, I, I have nothing negative to say if they went one way or the other. And, and I don't necessarily have anything negative to say. It's just that for, off the rip, I think the championship match should always end the show. That's just how I see things. Um, I guess but I'm old school like say, that. When you say that, the Usos are champions. Okay, let me, let me clarify, let me clarify that. And that was my point. Let me clarify that. I think that the main championship, in this case, I can't call it the heavyweight championship, but the women's title should go on last. And so I agree with you that these are the champions finishing out the show, but they're not the champion of the brand. Um, but then again, how many times, how many times, because it's not like we've never had a women's match close the show. We've had it just about every year since um since the first one. So, but how many times do you see a tag team championship match in the closing the show on a WrestleMania card? That never happened. I don't think that's ever happened. I honestly couldn't tell you. I, I don't think it, it has like, either. So like, why not? I couldn't either. And the, so the, the the other thing that Dave Nelson reported, and he might have a valid point here, that if um, the Usos and Kevin Owens and Sam Zane go on before Charlie Flair and Rhea Ripley, and since he's so hot as a baby face that people might leave after their match is over and not even watch Charlotte and Rhea Ripley, which I don't think right. would happen, but it, that is a point, and it could. Yeah. And, Brandon, you, you know, to your credit, you bring up a, a point that I hadn't even thought of. With, with I hadn't either. I hadn't thought about that either. Yeah, the championship, uh, tag team championship, rather, closing out the show. So that's that's a valid point as well. And, and look, yeah, that's a, to me, that's a big. That is a big deal because you know tag team championships do not historically tag teams have not gotten a lot of love in the WWE. Not oh no, yeah, WWE has never been, been a tag team friendly man. environment. Right, it's always been a big man beating the big man territory always. And and to, and to your point, Brandon, I think somebody in the room is thinking the same way you're thinking that it's never happened before, to our knowledge, because I can't even remember it. But I think that right. somebody else is thinking the same thing you're thinking. Right. 
And I, 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 you know, but you know what? On the flip side of that, now say if this would have been the first WrestleMania where the women had the chance to close the show, then I would have been a hundred percent on board with the women closing the show. A hundred percent. Not saying that I'm not, but I'm just like, you know, the tag, the tag team championships have never closed their WrestleMania ever. To me, that is a big deal. Yeah. Big deal, especially for a territory that does not, um, they do not really push their tag team wrestling like that ever. And this is probably one of the best, besides maybe the Hardys and the Dudleys and Edge and Christian back in the day. This is one of the best tag team stories we've seen in a minute. I don't think you that, don't even though it just kind of developed over time, but this is a big match. Yeah, you can't go wrong either way, in my opinion. Agreed. Now that you can't go wrong either way. That I will definitely agree. Yeah. With. You can't. You cannot lose. Like you, you can't. You can't fuck that up. You can't lose. Either way, you cannot lose. <laughs> don't don't challenge WWE because they will say, "Hold my beer." Well, well, look, man. Hey, I'm just I'm in, in the air. Optimism. <laughs> you can't screw that up. I've been I've, I've been optimistic all week. I've had a great week. I've, I've been optimistic all week long. So in the air, optimism. They better not fuck this up. <laughs> so, so they're starting off the show with what's being called the men's WrestleMania WrestleMania Showcase match. Um, coming out of this, it would be nice to see Montez Ford branch out on his own, Chad Gable branch out on his own, and it, I I don't really care about the Viking Raiders one way or the other. That sounds harsh, but I, they just don't do anything for me. And and y'all, like, queen, I cannot stand Braun Strowman. So I wish you know. He could just go away too, but um, and I wouldn't mind seeing Ricochet get some more shine. So, what do you guys uh, yeah. or Kurt? What do you think about this first match? Um, what do you want out of it, or what do you think about it? No, I agree with you. I think um, Montez Ford and um, Chad Gable after this need to go as single wrestlers and get a good a good push to be further their career. Because being in the tag team is is holding both of them down. I'm, I'm with you on Braun Strowman. He needs to really go away. Ricochet needed a good push. And the Viking Raiders, I'm not down on them. I think, you know, you could build something with them, you know, going forward with the other tag teams in the division. So I don't hate them. Yeah. I think, you know, you can do something with them. But I definitely think they need to break the street profits in the Alpha Omega. They need to break them up and push up. Ricochet and get rid of Braun Strowman. He's a waste of time. <laughs> Braun Strowman. Mr. Snuffleup. A waste of time. A waste of time. I will say this. At least they stopped the damn choo-choo train sounds when he's going around the ring now. Well, yeah. Um, Brandon. Bringing him back was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what do you um, – we don't necessarily have to give our prediction. I'm going to save that till the end. We give our full predictions for both nights. But what do you think about this yeah. match? Um, Well, I will say this. The Vikings Raiders' entrance is cool as hell in person. You've got to see it in person. Last Smackdown I went to uh, – actually, the weekend we went to uh, Nashville. Like, that, that, that's when I saw it for the first time. And I was like, okay – and um, I just like that they have a different look. It's something different. So, like, Kurt, I'm not down on them at all. Um, am I, you know, of course I'm going to sit down and, and watch the match. Um, interested in seeing how um, how much shine Chad Gable is going to get. Definitely there to see um, Montez Ford. And 
I agree. Ricochet needs more of a push. Actually, to be honest with you, they could do something like with all three of those guys. Like, you know, I don't know whether well, they don't need another title or anything like that, but they could put all of them in the program and those, those matches would be bangers. So, I mean, I'm just interested in seeing, you know, what's, I mean, how is it going to play out? What kind of match they're going to put on? You know, I think it's one of those things. I don't want to say they're lucky to get on the show, but, you know, who would have predicted them all being on the WrestleMania card? So, well, you know, we'll see. I, I think they might, they have potential. They could, I mean, they very well, even though it's a colluded match, but, you know, they very well could. Match could turn out all right. So we'll, we'll see. All right. So then the next match is going to be Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. Now, is this a, is this a, uh, Six woman tag team match, or is Trish just accompanying them to the ring and Bailey is accompanying damage control? That was six women. It's the six women tag team match. That's what I thought, but then I wasn't, I wasn't sure. (laughs) Wasn't sure. Um, all right. So yeah. Um, I mean, (laughs) I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say about this because trash. That's what you say about your trash. I'm not going to go that far, but um, this match doesn't really appeal to me. Um, Now, maybe if it was just Becky and Lita for the titles against actual damage control, I could get down with that. But as a six-woman tag team, yeah, I'll watch it, but, you know. Um, So... Brandon, what do you think about this one? Next. Okay, Kurt's already said trash. No, but I want to. I want to elaborate. <laughs> I, I really, I really want to elaborate on. This. So we had Royal Rumble come around, and no women uh, surprises come. But then the next day, you have you bring Lita, and then after that, you bring Trish. Why you didn't do this at the, the Royal Rumble? Number one. Now, I I 100% agree with you on this. This made no sense. Number two, you bring them in. You let um, Becky and Lita win a championship. Okay, well and fine. But then to put them in a a six-man at WrestleMania and not even defend the title, what kind of dumb shit is that? Wait a minute. They're not defending the title? No, it's just a six. Oh man. wow! Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I and and, and, and that's I why I asked. It's just a six. I stand man. by on what I said. Next, this is the dumbest shit I've seen in a long time. Like, what? Wow. What's, what's the? What's the reason and the logic behind doing? It? I thought they were defending the title. No, if it was just if it was Becky and Lita versus Damage Control, and then um, Trish outside and. Bailey. Bailey outside, then we, we're, we're fine. And we have a title change. Hey, all well and good to have a six man. This is the dumbest shit I've seen in a long time. And I've seen wow. some dumb shit lately. Yeah. But this is stupid. This is fucking totally stupid. <laughs> now, wow. Brandon, when you said next, I want to say next with this um, matchup next. Uh, because I was... I was interested in it about Elimination Chamber when Logan Paul showed up, did what he did to Seth Rollins. But then I lost it when he came out and started cutting a heel promo on the crowd. 
because if I remember correctly, he was supposed to be the baby face in this feud. But that's how confusing it is. So to this one, I say next. Um, what do you got to say about Seth and, and Logan Paul, Kurt? Um, Seth Rollins, I don't, I, I don't like him at all. But I think that's where he's doing his job to make us hate him. And he's doing a very good job, in my opinion, because I do hate him. I don't use the word hate a lot. Um, <laughs> I think Logan, Logan Paul has got a lot of potential. Because he has not been in wrestling a long time, but every match I've seen, he's done a good job. Uh, we'll give him that, yes. So, um, I think there's something to build to, as far as Logan Paul goes, but Seth Rollins, it's not, he's not going to get hurt by losing. If he does lose, then he can just keep going. I don't think it's uh, uh, in his career or anything like that, and just keep boosting Logan Paul up, because I think he has a bright future if he chooses to continue to wrestle. Brandon, what say ye? Um, I'm actually looking forward to this match. Um, not because of the story, but both of those guys, to me, they could put on a great match, and I think they're going to put on a great match. Well, I don't know about great, but I know they're going to, they're going to put on a pretty good match. <laughs> um, like Kurt, and I get in trouble for using that word, great, right, y'all? Uh, but like Kurt said, every time Logan Paul's been in the ring, he's not died out of park, and he's technically, you know, pretty much a rookie in this thing. So um, I'm very interested in, um, I'm very interested in seeing the match. Um, I think that Logan Paul is getting ready to play off of that hate that the crowd gives him. And I think we went over why the crowd hates him in the prior episode. And it's basically because the crowd feels like he hasn't done anything to earn his, he hasn't done anything to earn the type of matches that he's having with these level of superstars or whatever. So and the crowd is behind Seth simply because of his theme music. But he does, but he, I, I can't really. I, I can't sit and listen to him talk all day either. You know, that, and that's starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> like, that's, that's really starting to get on my nerves. So I'm just like, well, but you know what? Hey, he's doing his job. I think it's all part of getting it. So I, I, he's, he's doing his job. So I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to seeing the match just, you know, from the sheer athleticism from both guys and, you know, to see what they put together. All right. Next up is uh, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. And it wasn't until... Uh, last week, when uh, when Ray popped him, that I got interested in this. Um, so I am interested in it. Um, I, I do want to see it. I think it's going to be a little bit awkward because of how much taller than Ray Dominic is. But I am interested in this match, and hopefully um, Dominic will show something. Um, I'm not down on him, but he's still very much green. But the only way to get better is to get more reps. So, yep. um, Brandon, are are you looking forward to this match at all? Well, I, well, I, I've got my wish because you know I talked about that for weeks. I'm like, man, <laughs> Ray Mysterio need to go beat his ass over to whoop his ass. And well, I don't know if y'all seen the Hall of Fame last night or whatever, but um, Cody, matter of fact, let me pull this quote up real fast because I just retweeted it. But Cody. Uh, it, uh, Conan inducted Rey Mysterio, and he had this quote when he brought up Dominic. He said, if I could be adopted, I'd gladly replace Dominic Mysterio, and the crowd went crazy. And I thought that that was a funny line. You got to see that live. But um, I I guess, you know, I'm looking forward to the match in a way, um, just to see if Ray is really going to go and take care of business like he said he would in the Hall of Fame ceremony last night. And um, that's pretty much all I have. 
Kurt, what about you? Are you looking forward to Ray versus Dominic? Not at all. I'm very down on this match. I think it's the worst match of the card outside of the wow. just just bullshit uh, six women match. I think this is the worst one, but they won. Wow. And I think Dominic <laughs> is overrated as hell, and I don't I don't even care who wins this match. All right then. <laughs> worst match on the card. Wow. Okay. Um. Then you've got the United States Championship: Austin Theory versus John Cena. Um, I get the value of having older, when I say older, I don't necessarily mean in terms of age, but Pat, let me say past stars then past stars coming back to make, you know, uh, a run or whatever, but I don't see a tremendous amount of value or upside for having this match right here. Um, that said, it'll be interesting to see what happens. That's the main reason I want to see this match. I just want to see what happens. Um, what do you think about this one, Kurt? Uh, like we talked about a few weeks ago, I think it should have been Austin Theory and uh, Montez Ford, not mm-hmm. John Cena. I don't see anything you can build off of this this match right here, so I think it's just a uh, Space filler, and you know nobody gets over him. Even if Austin Theory beats John Cena, it doesn't mean anything in my my opinion. Right, and and that's what I'm saying. I I think if the if they were insistent upon having this match, this match should have been like midway through the card. And the reason I say that, hopefully, um, uh, the 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 fanfare that John Cena carries with him could help keep the crowd hot and interested in the rest of the show. Um, Brendan, what do you think about this match? Uh, hmm. I mean, I don't think much of it. I think, I don't want to say that it doesn't have any type of me because the Austin Theory beats John Cena. It's like, well, not that day. Nah, never mind. I was about to say, how many people have beat John Cena? But a lot of people have beat John Cena. So never mind. Um, so, hey, it, you know what? It, it, it is what it is. I'm going to watch the match, but, you know, I'm not expecting a whole lot from it. I will be interested in seeing who will win because in my mind, I'm like, it would make all the sense in the world. Austin Theory wins. Just seen him going back to doing what he was doing, whatever, whatever, whatever. But then I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, hey, what if John Cena does beat him? Then what? We're going to have another open challenge? That would be interesting. So, I don't know. We'll see. Somebody threw that idea out on, on Somebody threw that idea out online. So I'm like, that would be interesting to see, but yeah, that's it. Right. I don't have too much to say. Then we got that's not a bad, that, And that's not a bad idea. Because it's, cause just think about this. So let's go with that theory, Brandon. If yeah. John Cena wins and it's an open challenge, if Montez Ford comes out, be John Cena, now we can have Austin Theory and Montez Ford, which we really think should have happened at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Now we have something to build on, but it to go through it this the rest of this year. Yeah. So that's not a bad idea. But I think that in the way I don't know if y'all watched SmackDown last night, but I remember one of the announcers saying like, you know, they're really starting to get behind Montez Ford as a singles competitor. So I'm like, this is split and get ready to happen. We just don't how, go win. How, how can you not? Can it, you especially not? after that that showing at Elimination Chamber. I'm talking about from the entrance all through the whole match. I said, that dude right there is a future world champion. Bank on it. 
He's Listen, a future after, world champion. After Elimination Chamber, they should have took the biggest rock they had and strapped on his back and shot him. <laughs> right. Yep. That's what they should have done. Yep. That's what they've done with a whole lot of people. And they should have done it with him. Yep. So next he up. Got star, he got star written all over. Next up, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Um, outside of the two Bloodline matches, this is one of the this is the match that I'm looking forward to. Um, I think that these two are, are probably going to steal the show. It's it's either going to be them or the Usos and and Owens and Zayn, um, in my opinion. So I'm looking forward to this match, and that that's really all I got to say. I cannot wait to see this match. Um, what about you, Brandon? Look forward to the match as well. Um, this has been an incredible build. I say my prediction for who's going to win this match for later because I almost spilled it, but I think this is going to be a hell of a match. Got two of uh, got one of the greatest of all time, and one that's getting ready to be one of the greatest of all time. So, Kirk, what about you? Let's get. Hold on. <laughs> Science is killing me, but I'm definitely. Oh, gotcha. Old. Okay. Hey. Well, I say, you see me keep muting my mic. That's why I too. I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this match, and um, I think Rhea should win. Hey, hey, now we said we 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 holding predictions. That I, that not, that's not my prediction. I said I think she should. Ah, win. okay. I'll shut my damn mouth. My bad. Damn it. <laughs> White dudes always got to think he's right, huh? <laughs> okay, I was I was hoping somebody would laugh at that. Come on now. Um, no, man. I'm, no, I'm, still, I'm, I'm, just, still, I'm still sneezing over here. But that, 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 that was funny. That was funny as hell. That was funny. Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, again, I think either this... Or Charlotte and Rhea are going to steal the show. Um, this tag team match has a great fucking build. Um, and I look for something crazy to come out of this match. Um, I really do. Now, I'll probably be disappointed, but I look for something crazy to come out of this match. Um, I don't know what, so I don't really have anything to really add to that. Because there's so, when I say crazy, there's so many different ways they could go with something crazy out of this. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great match. Um, and and finally, I haven't I haven't been interested. I said this a couple of weeks ago. I haven't been interested in Kevin Owens since the night he showed up and beat John Cena. Since then, he's been I'm not going to say eh to me, but I just haven't really been vested in him um, or invested in him rather. Um, Sami Zayn, somewhat the same for him. Um, I really like Sami Zayn in NXT, but since he had been on the main roster, it's just kind of been, he's just been hanging around. And that's not, in my opinion, a, a fault of Sami Zayn, but he is hitting a stride right now. And, and he is fucking red hot right now. Um, Kurt, what do you think about this match? I'm definitely looking forward to this match. And, um, it's, I think something will happen, the way you said it as well. But it's going to be interesting to see how the, it all plays out. But I, I definitely think something 
will happen in this match that nobody sees. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't disagree. Brandon, what do you think? I I have nothing else to add. I am ready. <laughs> I mean, we've been waiting and waiting. I'm ready. I'm ready to see this bad boy. I think this match, if this not the match of the night, is going to be second best or one and one A or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, off the chain. As I said, I think either this or the women's title is is going to steal the show. Um, yeah. Then we're going to take a look at night two. Uh, we got <laughs> the women's WrestleMania showcase, of course. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Natalia and Shotzi versus... Hold on, let me start this over because I'm doing it horrible. You got Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. That's a lot of shit to say. Um, Damn. Whole lot of syllables. Yeah. So instead of running through the whole card and then coming back going match by match, I think we'll go match by match on this one. Um, this one, I'm a, I'm not really like hype on seeing what four teams take on each other, but I am interested in seeing specifically what comes of Shayna Baszler and Raquel Rodriguez in this match. Um, they're the only two I'm really looking at. I mean, I, I, I like Natalia, but let's face it. WWE is not going to do anything with her now. Um, and that's unfortunate because I think she deserves to, to be in that mix. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with Shayna Baszler coming out of this match and what happens with Raquel Rodriguez. Um, Brandon, what about you? Um, I'm interested in seeing what's going to come out of, uh, I'm interested in seeing what Shayna Baszler is going to do. Cause I think, <clears throat> I think it's going to be Shayna Baszler's time. And I also read online where they were talking about their planning on pushing, uh, Raquel Rodriguez uh, a little bit more this year. And I'm, I'm def- definitely do not have an issue with that because I am a fan. And so I'm just, I'm just interested in seeing, just interested in seeing uh, the development of those two coming out of this match. All right. Kurt, what about you, man? I think it's disrespectful to the women call this a showcase match as far as the talent they have and the years of experience they have in the business. I think that's very disrespectful. Uh, but I do think Shayna Baszler and uh, Raquel Rodriguez have superstar written all over their face. Yep. I understand the thing about Natalia. I think she's getting a little old in the tooth to the way they want to push her. Right. And they're trying to develop new talent, and I totally understand yeah. that. And I think Shayna, and I would love to see Shayna and Raquel have a rivalry develop, go after the title. I think that's money written all over. So yeah, I'm yeah. definitely interested in, in that aspect of it. But this match, I think this is a, a waste of everybody's time that's involved in this. I think they could have did something a lot better, done something better than this match right Yeah, I agree. It's just it's just a way to, a way to get all these ladies on the on the card and get them a payday, which we'll we'll have this argument a different time, which is why there's a night one and night two. Um, right. But next up is Brock Lesnar versus. Hold on, bro. there's one more thing I want to add. What's up? Um, I'm also interested if we if they're going to put Shayna Baszler, I want Shayna Baszler to go back to that killer she was in NXT when she first got on the main roster. Yes. That was the best version. Hands Agreed. down. Agreed. And 
I feel that Ronda Rousey is like they're the perfect partner in um, and then, you know, mentioned something earlier in the pregame when you said Ronda Rousey was injured. She had an elbow injury or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, she had a broken, she had a broken elbow. Yeah. So, do you think that that's probably why they went on ahead and did that title switch the way they did it? Or, I'm sure. No, or knowing that now, I'm, I'm fairly certain of it. No, I think that ha- I think that happened after. I oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that happened after. Yeah. Okay, because that was the thought. That was just the, that was just the thought that I had. No, like, no, all right, no. maybe that's why they did. You know, did that the way they did it, but you know. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, I wasn't a big Ronda Rousey fan when she was fighting in UFC. I'm not a big. I'm even less of a fan of Ronda Rousey in wrestling. But um, I, I am a fan of this. But I am a fan of this right here. She talks enough the shit. Team? No, no, no. She talks enough shit, and she could be a, a very good heel manager to where people will hate her to be the manager of Shayna Baszler. I am a fan oh, of that. Yeah, and I think that can work. Yes, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> next up is Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Uh, um, Omos, I guess, is the right way to pronounce it. I, you, you two may 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 want to slap the shit out of me when I say this, but I don't think this is going to be as bad of a match as people seem to think it's going to be. Now, I think so. Do do I think it's going to be a, a five star burner? But I'm just saying I don't think it's going to be absolutely horrible. Um, that said, I, I am actually interested in it because we haven't seen a whole lot of uh, Omas, especially with a talent like Brock Lesnar. So I'm actually interested in seeing this match. Um, what about you, Brandon? I actually I am interested in seeing this match as well. I'm a fan of big man matches. So um, I'm interested to in see what Brock is going to Number one, I don't think this match is going to last longer than five minutes. <laughs> um, number two, I want to see Brock Lesnar get Omos's big ass up and take him to Super AC. <laughs> that's that, that's going to pop me. I, I guarantee right you, that is going that. to pop me. That is going to pop me because that Omos is a Omos is a that's a big old man. That's I don't right. think he, you. Look, he makes Brock Lesnar look small. Look, he makes the big show. <laughs> Look small. I think he's bigger than the big show. That is a big man. That's a that is a big man. So I'm just interested to see. I, I'm just I, I just want to see the man get taken to um, Suplex City. I just, I, I, I'm going to pop, I'm going to pop for that. Kurt, what about you? What do you think about uh, Lesnar and Omos? I think it will be a bad match. Because <laughs> <laughs> Omos. Omos. Yeah, he's, he's just too green. And I, I think Brock doesn't have enough to make him look good. But I will say this right here, and I, I'm not predicting anything, but this is what I will say. If if Brock is staying, Brock needs to win. If Brock is leaving, he needs to lose. Yeah. I And, and I'll just add this to what you just said, Kurt. Um, well, not necessarily to what you said, but I think they've done a good job of building this up. Um, I, think, I agree with that. I, I think definitely that, agree with that. Yeah, I, I think the interactions have been kept to a minimum. And even mm-hmm. when they do interact, that is kept to a minimum. And Omos has, 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 has I don't want to say he's punked Lesnar out, but he's got the best of Lesnar in each of those confrontations. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I'm, so let me add on to this. I think, and this is just me. I think they have done a better job promoting this match than they did with Cody and Roman. Roman, in my opinion. 
they've done a very way better job in promoting this match than they did for the world title. You know what? <clears throat> I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, all in all, be- simply because I said I'm actually looking forward to an Omos match. <laughs> and, and did you think a year ago that you would say that? No. No, I did not at all. And, and hey, so they've done they've done a good job. Yeah. And it also helps it also helps having M V P on the mic talking oh, yes. shit too. Oh yes. Man. Oh. And see and, this and, it, and he's very underrated. He is very underrated as a man. And And this is this is what I wish WWE would realize as a whole. When you have a guy like Lashley, as good as he is, he can't cut good promos. No, I don't think Omos will ever be able to cut a good promo, just based on what little bit I've heard him say. Understand the role of a good fucking manager. I would love to see another uh, Bobby Heenan, Jim Cornette, Paulie Dangerously. but but WWE doesn't want to do it because that's another paycheck. Um, but hold on. So I, I'm sorry, Ron. I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, no. And it, it might be blasphemy, but I I can see um, MVP being the twenty twenty three of Jim Cornette because he that's where he is as far as the the statements he. And outlandish thing he says, he could be Jim Cornette of this time. Hmm. Hmm. And 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 I'm not gonna say Kurt, you're wrong. I'm just gonna say, hmm. It's not. It's not that I think you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying that's something to think about. Yeah. Um, If MVP gets a podcast, I will definitely tune in because he he can go there. He can go there. Uh, next up, we've got Edge versus Finn Balor in a Hell in a Cell. Are any of the three of us really interested in this match? No. I'm interested in the entrances. Okay. With that said, um, overall, for WrestleMania, that is, honestly, that is one of the things I look forward to. Um, now, the the 15-minute entrances on Raw and SmackDown, let's do away with that shit. Get to the ring, get to the action. But on shows like the at least the big pay-per-views, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, and I can't remember what the fourth one is. But anyway, um, that is one of the things, like we look forward to the surprise entrance in the Royal Rumble, that's how I look forward to the the entrances at WrestleMania. So with, with that said, Brandon, I agree with you. I think these two entrances will be phenomenal, but I think that's where the phenomenal ends. That's not to say that Edge or Finn Balor can't have a good match because Lord knows they can. But I, Edge is, is older now and is, has been seriously injured a couple of times. Um, and you're going into a Hell in a Cell match. So you already know they're going to try to manufacture some kind of holy shit moment. Um, like they've yeah. done ever since Mick Foley went off the top of that cage. So, you know, with that said, no disrespect to either one of these guys, but I'm not really looking forward to this match. Um, What about you, Kurt? I'm not either. Um, And I, but the the good thing about it is, if any man Finn Battle loses, it doesn't hurt him. So, I don't care. (laughs) 
I just like the way he said it. He went through what he said, and he's like, I, I, don't, I don't care. care. <laughs> I, 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 I had to really wrap my, my head around like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. <laughs> he, he, tried, he tried to dress that pig up. I, I, I tried. Oh, he tried God. to dress that pig up I with tried. a bow tie and some oh, lipstick, but it just wasn't working. I tried. I tried my best. I tried my best. I tried my best. <laughs> All right, Brandon, now I'm catching you in mid-laugh. What, what do you think about Edge and Finn Balor, aside from the entrances? Um, well. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you on a hard spot, huh? Yeah, I will say uh, we, we're going to um, see a reappearance of Game Grill in that Edge entrance. So I'll just, I just I really want to – I just want to see the entrances. That's it. Okay, I, I – Allegedly, yes, allegedly, because we already know we already know that Finn Balor's coming out as the demon. I, I'll say this about the whole demon thing: I think that artwork on his body looks phenomenal, but it's yeah. just the whole thing is just eh, to me. It, once oh, it I hits the ring, don't go thirty minutes. It's corny. That whole thing yeah. is corny. But it's but corny. the 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 body paint and everything that shit looks. Great. Um, Now, on on the issue of the brood, the only reason I don't like that idea is because Christian's not there. Um, So, but I'll I'll say this though: it would be great to see Edge come up out of that floor with fire around him with a cup of blood. I think that's what's getting ready to happen. I, I hope so. That would be phenomenal to see. But when they, but you know what? Hey, they could be, they could be a surprise. You yeah, never know. You might, it, it, you, they, they might do the brutal things again. That would be cool hey, to see hey, one man. more time, especially while they're older now. So let me throw this out there. But this was on. This been online all week, and I said, "There's no way in there that's gonna happen." But it's been online allegedly that Tony Khan has, has given Christian the okay to come to WrestleMania to be a part of this match and bring. Back. And I said, it's no that would be a, I said, that would be a cool thing to see. I don't think Tony Khan. I would said, do that. yeah, after, yeah. I, not a, but not only that, I don't think the WWE would allow. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, don't think they, but, I, I agree. Get, but no, then again, then again, WWE let some of the uh, the talent that works for AEW and they have partners in the WWE. They were at the Hall of Fame last night. We can see. But, I think, see, I think that's I think that's different because they're not in the ring. Or, or we can see Christian no, come back come back as a creepy little bastard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that, and, I and remember when Stone Cold first said that shit. Oh, you creepy little bastard. Um uh, who knows, man? Gangrel may be busy making porn movies. He ain't he ain't concerned about WrestleMania. I forgot that he was yeah. him. I forgot all about that. Gangrel is making porn. Uh, well, as a director. Um, then we have the Intercontinental Championship, Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. If this was Gunther versus Sheamus, I would be interested. The only way I'm interested in this is to see Gunther come in and just squash the shit out of both of them, one, two, three, in under 10 minutes. Fortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. 
but I'm not really interested in this match as a three-way. Um, what about you, Brandon? I'm very interested in the match, and I saw this th- uh, three-way coming a mile away. So I'm very interested in seeing the match. Um, dang, we ain't making predictions yet, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the match. That's all I have. I don't have nothing else to really elaborate on. Oh, hold up. Before, Kurt, before you say anything, I'm going to try to predict what, what Kurt's going to say. Trash. Trash. Kurt, what say ye about this match? Oh, uh, he put us on pause. Oh, that, the sinuses must be fucking him something awful. Thankfully, mm-hmm. now nah, I'm going to knock on wood, man. Thankfully, um, that pollen hasn't messed with me too much so far. We still got uh, April and May to go through for this shit. Yeah. I got- Mine came out of nowhere. I was doing good up until a couple of days ago and then I said, oh, well, here it goes. So I've, I've got a uh, yeah, person I used to work with at another company that took a job. She was living in Ohio, <clears throat> excuse me, Ohio and moved from Ohio to Virginia. And she posted on social media the other day that people tried to warn her about the pollen down here in the South, meaning. Mm-hmm. And she sees it now. I'm like, you're in Virginia. You ain't seen shit. Come down to Georgia. We we yeah. like this shit's like snow down here. Right. We in peak pollen season, so Kurt, you back and and, and ready to go? Yeah, I'm back. All right. All right. So, um, what are your thoughts on the on the three way with Gunther, Drew, Mike, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus? I have no comment on this match. All right. So he 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 uh he he gave us a swerve, Brandon. <laughs> you sure did. All right. Next up is the Raw Women's Championship: Bianca Belair versus Oscar. Um, the only thing I really have to say about this is I think it'll be a better match than most people think it will be. And with that said, Brandon, what are your thoughts? I think so too. I think um I I I, I think they didn't. I don't want to say that they didn't build to the match right, but I didn't. They didn't really get me excited about the match. But I think that the match could be a, uh, it could be a sneaky good match, especially with you know the ones, the those that we have, the two that we have in the ring. So, yeah. And then we're coming up. We're coming up. Bianca Belair has been champion for a whole year. Oh wow! So that's yeah, that's that's noteworthy. So and then I don't think we've ever had a um, I don't think we've ever had a one besides maybe the fabulous Moolah or somebody be the champion. Consecutively for that long, so not that I, not anybody else that I remember. But hey, that's you know that's nowhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, is she going to relinquish the title after after a year this weekend, or is she going to the rain going to keep going until somebody can take come take her down? And I mean Bianca Belair. All right, Kurt. Um, Bianca Belair versus Oscar. What are your thoughts on it? I think it should be a pretty good match, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Let's see what happens. Agreed. Agreed. And I, and I also wonder if um, Oscar's going to do, because I know I was watching the Hall of Fame and she said that the great Muda was her inspiration for getting into business. So I wonder if she's going to do some type of tribute to him or something, or maybe he could accompany her to the ring or something like that. I think that would be cool to see. Hey, now I, I got a question unrelated to WrestleMania. Um, great Muda, face paint pretty much um, his entire career. Now he's wearing that mask. He acts as, uh, well, I shouldn't say he. 
it's like he's trying to hide his face like we've never seen his face before. Um, do you do either of you know a reason why he started wearing the mask? I don't know. Miles was part of Jimmy. Because, you know, he pretty much has like, you know, he has two personalities. He has Kiji Muda and he has the great Muda. So it's like I just thought it was part of Jimmy. And and it may be. I just didn't I just didn't know that part of it. Um because I haven't followed since he left the U.S., I mean, I've read about him and everything, but I haven't really followed his career since leaving the U.S. Um, <clears throat> next up is the reason we are all here, <laughs> in a way. Um, the undisputed WWE <clears throat> Universal Championship, Roman Reigns, the big dog, the head of the table, leader, tribal chief of the bloodline, Versus the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Um, I think they've done a good job at building this. Um, I think it could have been better. I agree with that. Before anybody else says it, I agree. Um, But overall, I think with the Usos match and this match, this is going to be either a stopping point or the next chapter for the bloodline. Um, personally speaking, I don't want to see the end of the bloodline because it's been so good. They've done it so well that I would like to see this continue in some way, not continue to rehash the same storylines, but it's going to be interesting. That said, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with Cody in this match. Um, and that's where I'll leave it at. Uh, for right now. Um, Brandon, what did you think? Uh, Well, I think that this match is going to be with the two talents in the ring, they got to knock this out of the park because the WWE has invested so much into the storyline and I'm going to leave it at that because what I was about to say is going to be giving (laughs) my prediction. So I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Kirk, what do you think? I think this have been one of the worst promoted uh, main events in WrestleMania history, in my opinion. You think this think is worse than Sergeant Slaughter versus Hulk Hogan? I do. Wow. I think. I think. Oh. Not, no. So hear me out. Okay. I think. I think the, the promotion, the promotion between Sergeant Slaughter and Hulk Hogan, you saw that bill every week. You, this right here, you saw Paul Heyman and Cody talk 95% of the time. Not Cody and Roman, Paul and Cody. I think they've done a terrible job promoting this match, and I'm not really interested in seeing it okay. at all. Wow. Um, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum with, uh, with regards to Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes interaction. Excuse me. Um, I I think we've talked about it a little bit. I think that it does fit in with um, Roman not taking Cody seriously, sending out Paul Heyman to deal with him versus himself. Um, And I think that kind of sets the tone for how this is going to go. I just, I mean, that to me has been sufficient. Um, so I've liked the build. Um, could it have been better? Sure. 
but I've I've liked it, so I'm interested in the match. So, all right, before we go any further, let's go back to night one <clears throat> and uh, talk about our predictions for WrestleMania. All right, on night one, the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders versus Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Um, who do I think is going to win this? Uh, I want to say the Street Profits because I want to see Montez Ford come out of this um, as a singles superstar. Um, but I think they're going to... No, I'm going to stick with, with Street Profits. I think Street Profits win this one. Um, who do you think is going to win this one, Brandon? Uh, I'm going with Street Profits as well. All right. Kurt, what about you? I'm going to Viking Raiders. Uh, just to piggyback on what we talked about earlier, to break up the Street Profits and the Alpha Omega. Okay, okay. Uh, um, Alpha Academy. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control. I think it goes without saying that Becky Lynch... Lita and Trish Stratus are going to win this match. Uh, there's not even any sort of intrigue in it. I could be wrong. Maybe it'll shock me, but I think it's obvious that those three are going to win. Um, Kurt, who you got in this one? I agree with you. Brandon? I, I definitely agree with you. Brandon? Just to make it interesting, I'm going to go damage control. <laughs> All right. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. Um I think Seth Rollins goes over in this one. Uh, no particular reason why. Uh, well, yeah, I, I take that back. The reason why is because Seth is there week in and week out. Logan Paul's not. Um, so I got Seth in this one. What about you, Brandon? Logan Paul. Okay. All right. Kurt, what about you? I will also go with Logan Paul. All right. All right. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic. I see Dominic winning simply because of Judgment Day. Um, which I think is a bad look considering Ray just went in the Hall of Fame. But I see, <clears throat> I see Dominic coming out of this one, the winner. What about you, Kurt? I see Ray winning this match. Okay, Brandon. Uh, I see Dominic winning this match and Ray retiring. Hmm. Not a bad. Yeah, I see Ray winning and Ray. I see Ray winning and then retiring. Okay. Not a bad call. Not a bad call by either one of you gentlemen. Austin Theory versus John Cena. I see them putting this belt on John Cena. Um, I don't think it's because of what you guys said earlier to to get over younger talent. I, I just think that they, for whatever reason, have more faith in John Cena at this point than they do Austin Theory at this point. Um so and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I see John Cena winning this one. Um, Brandon, what about you? Uh, I think I can go either way, but I think I think I think Austin Theory is going to win. Okay, Kurt, what about you? Austin Theory will win this match. All right. SmackDown Women's Championship: Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. I have talked about it too much for me to go any other way than Rhea Ripley. Um, <laughs> That's all I really got to say about it. Um, Kurt, what about you? Rhea Ripley. All right, Brandon? Rhea Ripley. All right, we got Rhea Ripley all across the board. Next up, the Tag Team Championships, the Undisputed Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Zane and Owens. Um, 
I think they're going to put these belts on Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And I think that the feud will continue in some way because I still think, as I said earlier, there's going to be something crazy to happen during this match. But I do see ultimately Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens coming out of it with the belts. Um, what about you, Brandon? I think that uh, we are going to be looking at the fall, the start of the fall of the bloodline. I have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens winning the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. All right. What about you, Kurt? Um, I think it will be a fall, but I don't think it will be a WrestleMania, so I'm going with do so. Okay. All right. Now, going on to night two, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Too many damn names. I don't, I was just about to say something very similar, but yes, I'll, I'll leave it with what you said. That said, I think just because they're returning and just because it's got the bigger name, I think Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler win this. Um, what about you, Kurt? I'm going to go to a different uh, direction. I think Liv Morgan and Raquel uh, Rodriguez will win. Okay. All right. Brandon, what about you? Uh, Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey. I think right. they're going to win. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Um, I smell upset. I smell upset, and I'm going to go with Omos in this one. But I, as I said earlier, I think it's going to be a much better match than anybody thinks. Um, Brandon, what do you think about this one? I'm going to be on the same page, Ron. I think Omos is going to win. I think Brock is on his way out from what I've been reading. I think Brock is on his way out. So okay. I think Omos is going to win. Kurt, what about you? He's going to get, ta- he's going to get taken to Suplex City first. <laughs> I definitely think you're going to see that because I think – just the spectacle of that is what they want people to see. Um, mm-hmm. Kurt, what about you with this match? We three for three. Omos will win. All right. Edge and Finn Balor and Hell in a Cell. Um, I think Edge goes over. They're going to make a big deal about him beating the Demon. And that's really all I got to say. Um, Kurt? The Demon Finn Balor. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Um, Brandon, what about you with this one? I think Edge is going to win it. All right. The internet, <laughs> I almost said the internetal. <laughs> oh, God, what's going on with us today, Brandon? Oh, uh, Intercontinental Championship, talk. Gunther. There's a reason why I can't talk today. <laughs> I don't know what mine is. Uh, versus Drew McIntyre <laughs> versus Sheamus, um, Gunther. And that's, Brandon, what's your thoughts on this one? I think Sheamus is going to win because they brought up a stat last night on SmackDown. He's never won. He's won every title himself with the Intercontinental title. So I think he's wow. going to win the Intercontinental title tomorrow. Sheamus would yep. win. I, okay. I like it. Um, Kurt, what about you? I'm going to go with Gunther. All right. We're moving on to the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Um, I do see Oscar winning this one and ending the reign of Bianca Belair, but I, I would like to think that this is going to touch off a good feud between the two and keep that rolling post-WrestleMania. Um, Kurt, what do you think about this one? Bianca. Okay. All right. Brandon? I'm going to go Bianca Belair. Okay. All right. Next up, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. 
with everything they've done, conventional wisdom says Cody Rhodes, and that's the way I'm going to go. Um, what about you, Kurt? I'm going with Roman. I think Cody will win it one day, but it won't be Sunday. Okay. What about you, Brandon? I think Cody Rhodes is going to win the title. Okay. Three for three on that one. Yeah, I just think with, with everything we know and the push he's gotten. No, I, I, I went Roman. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Um, so those are our predictions, ladies and gentlemen, for uh, this year's WrestleMania. Uh, and, and I'll actually be glad when WrestleMania is over because I'm – not because I don't, I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania. I'm so sick and tired of seeing these WrestleMania goes Hollywood commercials. Um, I think that shit is terrible. Yes. I, I think that shit is terrible. Yes. I will say, the Bloodline made one last night on SmackDown, and that one was funny as hell. No, but I, 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 I'll tell you this. I, I think the commercials and promotions have, have sucked like to the goddamn 10th power. But the pictures of like the movies, like when you go to the movie theater to see a movie, I think how they show Roman Reigns and Cody, like the pictures outside of the arena, I thought that was cool as hell. Oh, yeah. But all, oh, yeah. All, but all the commercials, they have sucked. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. There's but one, one of them that I liked. But did y'all um, have a chance to see what the stage looks like? Yeah, I've seen I the pictures not. of it. I have not. So check it out because the way that they have, like, you know, you go to the movie and they have – you know, the uh, pictures of the movie on the wall. They had the stage like that with a red carpet and that long ramp. And it, that stage is cool as hell. So, okay. All right. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, that's, 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 yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. I, I, I uh, This really has nothing to do with what we've discussed. But I just think um, we are we are in the forever era until business goes down of WrestleManias being held in large football stadiums that the arena shows um, as far as WrestleMania is concerned are gone the way of the dinosaur. Um, and I kind of hate that because I realize it gives Kurtz brought it up before. It gives a chance for more fans to see the, the matches, but it to me somewhat kills the, the, the vibe of, uh, of the fans if that makes any sense, and it probably doesn't, but um, no, it makes a lot of sense. But you got to realize, WWF was never <coughs> built on having that fan interaction like NWA was back in the day. So I, I, I agree with what you're saying, but it, it's two total sides of different um, sides of the business on how they looked at fan interaction. In, in my opinion, and, and no, no, you're 100 percent right. You're you're 100 percent right. Um, so yeah, it, it's just, and you guys know I'm not a huge fan of, of a two night WrestleMania. Um, but I will say, I, if, lo- I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will I say it. that, um, if you're going to do it for any show, then it should be WrestleMania. Um, yeah. so with that said, that's our coverage of WrestleMania. Uh, we're going to end the show with a little bit of, uh, of an update of this CM Punk and Tony Khan and AEW business. Um, Brian Last and Jim Cornette went went through the whole scenario of, of what sparked the, the whole uh, Instagram post by CM Punk um, regarding, <clears throat> and it gave context to CM Punk calling um, 
Jericho a liar and a stooge and, and all that stuff. Um, it all started because Brian Alvarez made a speculation based off of a forward that uh, CM Punk wrote in, oh, damn, now I can't remember whose book it was. I can't remember off the top of my head whose book it was, but um, Brian Alvarez speculated that, you know, Punk wants to come back, but he's got to apologize to the locker room. And it just went from there and it escalated. Um, that said, I, I'm halfway torn on, on Punk coming back or not. Um, I, I personally don't think that he's the can't, of course, I haven't been in any of the locker rooms, but I don't think he's the cancer for a locker room that the people say he is. I think that he's a, a person that's not afraid to speak up and speak his mind. And that offends people who, who see themselves as bigger stars than maybe they really are like a John Moxley, um, or like a, well, Chris Jericho at this point in his career, um, if I had to t say whether I think he's going back or not, I I'm going to err on the side of not because I think Tony Khan stands to, he, he stands to gain more money and more fans by bringing Punk back, but he loses his locker room if he brings him back. So, and by losing your locker room, I think that that throws the whole damn thing off more than it already is. Um, Kurt, what what are your thoughts on all of this? So this is the thing. If 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 he loses the locker room by CM Punk coming back, so I blame Tony Confident. I, I, agreed. So I don't. I, I I can't blame CM Punk for something that the owner had a major hand in. If you do lose the locker room, it's your fault. Yeah, you caused this problem. Yep. Yeah, and, and this another thing that, that uh, Cornette and Brian Les brought up was the fact, going back to the media scrum where all of this shit blew up, watch Tony Khan's reactions. And and I kind of thought it at the time, but it, it kind of was like a in my mind and out as quick as it came in. But Tony Khan doesn't give a reaction like, what? I've never, what? What is going on? Hey, shut this down. No, he had to look like, oh, shit, he's spilling the beans. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was scared, and he didn't. He didn't know how to eat it. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know what to do. So he just sat there like a deer in the head, like he didn't know how to respond. <laughs> and yeah. even nodded, yet, nodded his agreement at some points. Yeah, because he yeah. was like, "Okay, what, what, should I say yes or no?" <laughs> right. And yeah. I, and, and so this, this is this is me in his head. He's saying his in his mind is saying. Say no, but I'm on TV, so I'm going to say yes because I have the biggest star in my company next to me. So he want to say no, but he's shaking it down <laughs> because the biggest star in my company is sitting next to me. Yeah, and, and I don't want, I, and I don't want to piss him off. And, and Punk, that's how I came off. Punk said something. Punk said something in that that scrum that stuck out to me. Anyway, he said, "I'm trying to run a business here." I still think that he has some sort of stake in AEW, and that's what enticed him to come back that we don't know about. No, and I think you're totally right. I, I absolutely agree with and you. I think and I think that's why Tony is doing a goddamn tap dance around this issue, because he know he's trying to get it 
sorted out legally with Punk either to buy him out of whatever stake he's got and, and just move on or try to work it out with the Bucks and, and Omega and all those guys. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, if I, if you press me to say does he come back or does he not, I say not. Um, Brandon, what are I your thoughts on all I this? I say he's coming back. Um, I read a report earlier where it's alleged that um, CM Punk and Tony Khan had agreed in principle to, you know, for him to come back to the company. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm kind of in the middle of the road. I'm kind of, to be honest with you, I'm kind of tired of talking about it. I'm like, somebody need to bust a move somewhere because this is a whole big mess. And Tony Khan going to have to do what's best for business. So either... You know, either let him come on back and continue what he started <clears throat> or let him go, pay him off, let him go right off to the sunset. Let, if he wants to go wrestle somewhere else, let him go and and just let it be the end of it. Because it, I, I feel like they've dragged this on entirely too long. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and to, to go a step further, and this involves the punk um, Young Bucks, Omega shit, and what we saw last night on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Tony needs to, and, and this is, and Kurt, like you said, this is me in, in, in Tony's head trying to give him some damn advice. He needs to grow a spine and learn to tell people no and shut up. Because what they brought up the other night, or look, I say they, they being Jim Cornette and Brian Last, they brought up the fact that now, with context, that whole nobody wants you here line by, uh, was it Adam Page that said that? I think so. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one that, that he said went into business for himself. Yeah, that makes sense now because he's in with the Bucks and Omega and all of them. So he was kind of speaking for them. And in context, so every, now that everything's kind of out, no, well, not everything, but a lot of the shit is now up out in the open. That makes sense. Um, so Tony's got to learn how to say no, man. Um, to to to, to kind of jump off the the CM Punk uh, talk right now, the Ring of Honor pay per view last night. Um, I don't know if we mentioned it at the top of the show or not. I can't remember, but um, Dante Martin got injured last night. And I, I had a chance to see that injury like when we had a little break in between, and that was pretty bad. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, because I didn't catch it at first, um, I had to watch it several times because I, I, the video I watched didn't have any any context to it, so I didn't. It just said he was injured, and I couldn't see the injury until I watched another video where they slowed it down. I'm like, oh shit! And and it's, I'm, I'm telling you. Um, Kurt and I watched the, the, the pay-per-view last night and Kurt, I don't know if you agree with me, but that, that pay-per-view, the entire thing was full of moments where you cringe going, Oh shit, not, Oh shit. Like, Oh shit. That was awesome. No, it was like, Oh shit. I hope he's not hurt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and the, the El Hijo del Vikingo guy, um, he, he, Landed on the guy's chest last night. And I'm surprised the guy don't have a cracked uh, uh, sternum. But mm. it's just they, they keep doing these things and they're doing things that don't even make sense within the context of a match. They don't. And that whole pay, that, that whole pay-per-view 
was terrible. Yes. It was fucking terrible. And whoever thought, so this is what I want. Who thought it was a good idea to have a fucking pay-per-view on a Friday night, on the eve of WrestleMania, when you know SmackDown is coming up? Who thought that was a fucking good idea? I I think Tony thinks like a independent promoter. Because, you know, uh, with... WrestleMania weekend, all the fucking indie promoters come around and try to run shows and make money because of the people in here. Makes good business sense. I think Tony Khan was thinking like that, but Tony, you got to remember, you're you're a major promotion on a major cable network, and you're going. Not only are you going up against SmackDown, you're going into WrestleMania weekend. And you're going up against all these other little shows. You're going up against the WWE fan experience. I'm with you, Kurt. I think this would have been better served either last weekend or the weekend after WrestleMania. And I think the numbers may reflect that. It just, just makes no sense at all. Because I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I, uh, I, I will say that... I thought the the I almost said Cesaro the Casignoli match and Kingston match wasn't. I'm not saying it's good. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be an absolute fucking train wreck because of clash of styles. And did you see the end, Kurt, where where Kingston grabbed the mic? Yeah, that was, I, I thought. That, I okay, thought yeah, that. What did you understand? What all of that was about? I did not. Okay, cool. I thought maybe it was just me and my hearing or whatever, and I'm being serious. Like, I didn't understand what any of that was about. I was like, like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. I mean, he's just cussing. He's cussing, not really saying anything. So I thought it was, I thought it sucked. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm not saying it's good. I just didn't, it wasn't a train wreck. I thought it was going to be when I heard that match announced. Um, This is the thing that I had that, that, that really pissed me off. You're building a pay-per-view around a company you're trying to rebuild off of a, a 15-year-old feud that don't nobody fucking know about. Thank you. Because when like, they are, are, are we fucking serious right now? Because when they said that, I'm like 15 years. I didn't even I know they knew like, each what? other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now maybe that's because maybe we're the odd guys out, and and I'll I'll, I'll be hey right. No, no, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate to these fucking fanboys out here. Maybe we're the odd guys out. Even if we are the odd guys out, you, you, you bring a fucking ice cold feud to a championship match out of nowhere with no build. On WrestleMania weekend, yes. We, listen, we old and we might not be up to date like everybody <laughs> else, but we ain't been out the fucking game fifteen years, so we know better than that. Right, and uh, so we know better than that. This was fucking stupid. They just bring a fifteen-year-old feud out of nowhere that, that nobody knows fucking about. Yeah, nobody, nobody knows about except except those those people that are. I, I'm not. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not say that. I'm gonna be respectful. But <clears throat> but you do it cold with no build, no momentum, no nothing. You. When's the last time you saw Eddie Kingston? I can't even remember <laughs> exactly. I just uh, last time I remember Eddie Kingston was when he was on that cage laughing like 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 he was one of them crazy dudes in the grand in the last Grand Theft Auto. 
And that shit is just the last time I remember seeing him. It's just so bad. It's so bad. And, and so bad. Speaking of uh, of Eddie Kingston, where are um the other two guys that were with him? I can't remember the the, the the the, the quote unquote new LAX. Oh, no last time I seen them was when they had that big cage match, and one of them got hurt. But I heard that they had some stuff going on behind the scenes. Too, yeah, I did too. Did they like they were like beefing heavy with each other. Yeah. So, yeah. but now we ain't. I haven't seen them ever since. Uh, I can't remember. Dude broke his leg or he tore his ACL in the cage match and couldn't get back up. I, mean, I haven't seen. We, we haven't seen nothing. Seen or heard from him since. So. so, but yeah, I I just think that that the whole. I think the re the attempted rebirth of Ring of Honor. Has been a disaster. Um. He's trying to re- resurrect a brand where everybody that was known for it is somewhere else. Yeah. And so, but even on top of that, it could have been done a lot better. I like you. He you rolled it out as a secondary promotion to where we trying we're trying to get away from that, but you're still doing the same thing. Yeah. You're putting on these nice these dumbass matches on a pay per view. That nobody knows who the fuck these people are, and you 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 want you want me to buy into somebody I don't even know who the fuck they are. Yeah, and you're you're not you're not educating your fan base. No, you you put on this the the women's title Athena saying she's had thirty two matches and she's thirty two and zero. Well, when the fuck did that happen? <laughs> right, AEW Dark. When did that? Who watches that? And when does? It, when does AEW Dark come on? Can somebody tell me? I think it comes on on YouTube. What what day? I don't know. <laughs> Good. That's my that's my goddamn point. What day does it fucking come on? <laughs> promote a goddamn promotion that was been dead, and I try to get them benefit of the doubt, but you were trying to bring them back, but you on they on AEW Dark, and, but nobody knows when they come on goddamn TV. Yeah. Or YouTube. They don't come on TV. They come on YouTube. Oh, so, so on what what day? What day? I don't know. Nobody it knows. Is fu- it, it's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. And to to backtrack a little bit, um, when I said something about educating their viewers, that goes into the the commentators. If you listen to that commentary when Dante Martin got injured last night. And, and I granted they they probably didn't know that he got injured, but it's ironic that they're like, "Oh, another historic first. I'm like, uh, that ain't what you want to say about this one. No, that was just why the fuck would you do a Canadian destroyer off a ladder that is positioned between another standing ladder and the ropes onto two stacked tables on the floor? The Canadian Destroyer is a, a, a dangerous enough move as it is. Yep. But to do that shit off of a ladder, off of a, a lateral ladder, on the two tape on the two tables on the floor. You're you're begging to get injured. I, I'll say this and then we'll get ready to wrap it up. I felt bad last night because I was sitting there thinking, I really don't feel sorry for these guys if they get injured. Because they're willingly going in and doing this shit. 
there is a difference, in my opinion, there's a difference in injuries are part of the job and intentionally putting yourself in a position to to extremely raise the, the, the potential of you getting an injury. To, for a football player to say, hey, man, injuries are part of the job, that's a true statement. But if a football player goes out there and and is trying to flip over people and all this shit, well, you're asking to get hurt at that point. <clears throat> so for wrestlers to be doing fucking Canadian destroyers to the floor, uh, fucking uh, uh, backflip splashes onto a ladder, why? This. I wonder who approved that. Say so what, Brandon? I wonder who approved that. It's got to be. So, okay I mean, the buck. I would think the buck stops with Tony Khan. And to me, that even they don't have an agent. You know I'm saying like they don't have an agent or something. They, from what I understand, most here what I most matches have an agent. But I think when you get to a certain level of those guys, and I'm saying only in AEW, when you get to a certain level of those guys. I think they let those guys do what they want to do because they're friends with with the with the EVPs. Because I cannot see um, Dean Malenko or Arn Anderson saying to them, "All right, tell me what you want to do for the match." Oh, well, we got this idea of uh, putting a ladder on the ropes and lay it flat onto another ladder. Then I'm going to give him a Canadian destroyer on the two tables on the floor. I can't see guys like Arn Anderson or Dean Malenko going, okay, great idea. Go with that. Yeah, be like, hell no. I'm going to get out there and kill yourself. So I, I'm with you, bro. I'm wondering who, who, if anybody, were the agents for that or, or agent or agents for that match. And why the hell are they not, uh, are their heads not rolling this morning from, with, with Tony Khan? It just, I tell you one thing, if it's if Vince McMahon, if that was Vince McMahon in that in that spot, and one of them agents approved that, they'd have been fired last night. They'd been fired before they got out yes. of here. Shit, he told Mick Foley, look, I appreciate what you did for the company, but don't do that shit again. Don't you ever do that shit again. <laughs> and of course he did it again, but it was a lot safer than it was yeah, the first and, time. And it looked like but shit. I think, I, think what he was, I think what he was getting at is like, look, the match was technically the match was over. After the second fall, the match should definitely should have been over, and you kept going because you basically got out there damn your kids so. Yeah. And that chair, and I heard her, I'm like, had that chair not falling with him, Mick could have been paralyzed or even killed himself. That chair actually broke his fall. Yeah. That's amazing. And then last, you know so, last night on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view when uh, Viking, I'm going to call him the son of the Viking because I cannot say that right in Spanish. Um, when he did a dive onto the uh, commander or whatever on a table on the floor, he hit that guy flush. That table did not break. Mm -mm. So I can only imagine how those two are feeling this morning. Mm -mm. So but we're going to go ahead and wrap it up, folks. Either it, Before I do, either one of you got anything to add to what we were just talking about, the whole injury potential and shit for both Ring of Honor and AEW? I just think it's something. <laughs> oh, thank you, Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> Shoot that shit down, Tony Khan. Shoot that shit down. <laughs> that was perfect. Yes. 
But I just, <laughs> hey, I ain't moving my turn of thought. But, <laughs> but I just think it, okay, I just, I just think at the end of the day, it ain't for so much you can do in the ring without killing yourself because the next step is going to be killing yourself. So, bros, uh, uh, just, just use, use your brain. Okay. It's okay. We don't need, we don't, we don't need no crazy spots or anything like that, man. Just put on a good match. Okay. Because I feel like if you got through all those crazy ass spots like that to get the fans' attention, and I don't think you drew that, I don't think that you're that talented as a wrestler. With you, with you saying and that, there's Brandon, so many folks that can get away with it. With you saying that, Brandon, that reminds me. I read an article about Dante's injury right before we did the pregame, and the guy writing mm-hmm. the article said there's a reason that a lot of these moves only take place in video games. That's because in video games they don't have shit like gravity and physics. Yep. Um, so with that said, I'll, I'll leave it there. Kurt, you got anything you want to say to wrap up the show? No, nah, everybody have a good weekend. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. And we got a lot of wrestling to review this weekend. We do. Oh, yeah. We definitely do. Brandon, what do you got to say to the folks? Hey man, hey, it's WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend. Everybody enjoy the show. Enjoy those, um, I'm going to miss that WrestleMania party in New York, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> just enjoy the show and, um, you know, we'll, we'll catch up with y'all. And see, at Horn, I hope you brought the predictions down because um, we got to pretty much score and see who who nailed the most of them. We'll be all tired or whatever. So enjoy the show, everybody. Have a great weekend. <laughs> all right, everybody. Y'all have a good weekend. I want to let you guys know that we will be having a midweek show this week on, or not midweek, but on Tuesday. Um, on Tuesday, we're going to be uh, coming on and giving our, our thoughts on both nights of WrestleMania and the post-WrestleMania Raw, which is traditionally a, a big show in and of itself. So we'll be right back here on Tuesday. Uh, you guys want to say 8 p.m.? Yeah, yeah and one more, that's fine with me. And one more thing, I do want to give a shout-out to a young lady I work with. Her name is Kelly. She's been listening to our podcast. She's a big – her and her husband are big wrestling fans, and she's been listening to our podcast um, for the last couple of weeks. Thank so you, Kelly. We appreciate that support. Shout out, shout out to Kelly. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so with that being said, uh, right along with my brother Kurt and Brandon, I want to tell you guys to have a great weekend, have a safe weekend, enjoy WrestleMania both nights, and uh, if you're going to drink out and about during WrestleMania weekend, please don't drive drunk. Um, and we will see you guys Tuesday at 8 p.m. Take care, everybody. All right, All right peace. Ha, 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 ha.